1991, Little Texas released their first song, Some Guys Have All the Love. And that song reached number eight on the Billboard Country Charts. Some guys have all the luck. There's gold in everything they touch. Their very next song, First Time for Everything, broke the top ten. Little Texas released their second album, Big Time, in 1993. The first song off that album hit number two on the country charts, What Might Have Been. Then Little Texas struck gold with their first number one country song, God Bless Texas. God Bless Texas. This is Hello from the 90s with Little Texas. Hello from the 90s. This is Dwayne Probst from the band Little Texas. When the 90s country music really got started, there was a lot of George Straits. There was a lot of Garth Brookses. There was a lot of uh, Keith Whitley's even at that point. And when you guys came on the scene, it was a lot of different. Um, and and you may get mad at me for saying this, but you guys were country's first hair band. Is that is that bad or good? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we were the first for sure. Uh, you know, we we found out later on that we had been the youngest country band as far as a band ever signed in country music. Really, I didn't There's know. Never that. a band ever signed that was younger because I think at, at the time our average age was twenty two or twenty three. Wow, I didn't realize you guys were that young when when you got started. Oh yeah. How did the, yeah. how did Little Texas form? What 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 was the beginning of Little Texas? Well, the beginning was. Um, Porter Howell and I grew up together in East Texas in Longview, went to high school together, played in high school. And uh, he moved up here to go to Belmont, and I followed him two years later and, you know, and uh, went to Belmont University. Well, it was Belmont College, I'm sorry, back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we were, you know, working around, you know, to, at the school and, you know, doing this and that and wound up at Opryland. Um Porter and I were doing the rock and roll show, and when the season ended at the end of October that year, um, we realized that we needed to work. <laughs> we, you know, our job was pulled out from under us. So we hooked up with two guys from the Country Music USA show. That was uh, Dwayne O'Brien and Tim Rushlow, mm-hmm. and uh, along with their Porter's wife and Rushlow's wife, we put together a show band type of thing and started playing the Holiday Inn on Broadway Parkway and. That led to a, a, a tenureship over at a, a place called Captain Bilbo's. It was a, a seafood restaurant out on the river. Yeah, it seems like we I remember that. Time. But, um, you know, we took that show on the road and started doing hotels and cruise ships and stuff. And about that time, uh, we were up in, in Massachusetts and met uh, Del Gray and Brady Seals. And they were playing with a lady named Sandy Powell. Mm-hmm. Well, two weeks after we got through with that fair at, in, in Massachusetts... Uh, a buddy of ours from college that was A&R Warner Brothers called and said, hey, man, we want to do a young country project, and we want you guys you know, to be the band to be that project. Hmm. But you got to lose the girls, and you got to lose that drummer and that keyboard player before we'll even talk about <laughs> it. Really? So <laughs> Porter and I are, are having a couple of beers at a restaurant that afternoon. So, well, who are we going to get? I said, oh, that's easy. Get, get Del Gray and Brady Seals. Perfect. He goes, you think they'll come do it? I said, I don't know. Ask. So we called him up and asked, and next thing we know, we're rehearsing and and uh, becoming Little Texas. First time for everything comes out in 1991, and 
it seems like as soon as that came out, it, I mean, you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing Little Texas um, in in that time period with First Time for Everything. Of course, that's a great, uh, all the songs that came out off your first, um, I guess, CD at that time, tape at that time, were, yeah. were, were big hits. I mean, they were all top 10 hits, weren't they, off that first CD? I think so. I think all of them made top 10 or top 5. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, there were five songs off that record. Yeah, it, and then uh, Big Time right after that. What was your favorite song that you put out? I mean, obviously, everyone would expect God Bless Texas, probably your top song. But uh, of all the songs you guys put out, what's your favorite? Uh, you mean uh, put out as singles? Yeah. Man, my favorite is still Kick a Little, and I'll tell you why. And I can, I can tell you this because enough years have gone by that the statutes have... have you know, nobody can kill me now. <laughs> um, well, one, it's just got a fun bass line. Yeah. You know, I, I love playing that song, but during the, the guitar solo section, I snuck in the bass line from um, Ozzy Osbourne's Flying High Again. No way. For about four, four or six bars, there's there's a... And I have giggled about that since the day we recorded and And we were in the studio doing it, and I never said a word. I never said a word. I, I just sit there going, hee, 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 hee. <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, if you listen to it, listen to the, the first four bars of the guitar solo, and you'll you'll get a good sticker out of it. Uh, what might have been was probably the, the uh, I think you got up to number two uh, almost immediately as soon as you put that out. And what might have been became a... Uh, 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 almost a theme song for a lot of people who kept looking back and wondering, you know, was that was that the one? Did I miss out? And it's such a great song to think about everybody that you've been in love with, and then think about what might have been. That that was a huge song for you guys, and it was huge on CMT. That was back in, when CMT showed videos, and again, you couldn't turn on CMT without seeing you guys doing that song. Um, tell me about tell me about when when you first saw the video, first heard the song. Were you guys together, and what did that feel like? Well, yeah, we, we were together. We that song was written uh, as we were coming. We, we had just finished playing a week with Clint Black at Cedars Palace in Las Vegas, and we were going from Las Vegas to Oklahoma. I believe it was Oklahoma City. Um, I may be wrong, but we were in somewhere in Oklahoma, and on that trip overnight with a bottle of scotch uh uh porter and Dwayne and brady wrote what might have been and the next morning we get up and we're loaded into this place and uh they said hey man we got a song we got it we have to try this tonight just with an acoustic and see what happens and they played it you know during sound check and i was like oh my god <laughs> we've got something boys we've got yeah. something big this is going to be major and we tried it on the crowd that night and the place came down. We had to play it twice. They just they couldn't believe it. So that was probably one of the first times I ever you know heard something and immediately knew that it was undeniable. After a, a few years through the nineties, um, uh, toward the end of 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 Little Texas, did all the band members? Did you guys get along then, or was we see so so much on the uh, you know behind the music on VH1 and things like that, where uh, people just don't get along anymore, and that's normal if you spend that much time with with uh, just a small group of people, you get sick of them sometimes. It, is is that how it was with Little Texas, or 
do all the former members get along still? We get along now. Um, you know, there at the end of you know, nineteen ninety seven was a was a really tough year for us. Um, we had made an album that was supposed to be a masterpiece that was kind of a dud because we you know we we tried to get too artsy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a manager that from day one had tried to use divide and conquer strategies to keep control over us, and the divide and conquer finally backfired, and there were three guys in the band that wanted to keep him and three guys that wanted to never see him again, and it was time for his contract to be up. So that was a big division within the band. Uh, and, you know, it, it just got to where it was too big a business. There were too many mouths to feed, mm-hmm. and we were just said, you know, if we're going to go out, let's go out on top. You right. know, let's let's just just stop. You know, if we want to put it back together in the future, we can. But, you know, for right now, let's see what it's like to be human beings. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> and not live with this over us. You know, it was, it was just too big a machine, and we didn't we, – we weren't – We've never been what I'd say celebrities or stars or anything like that. That's just not in any of our makeup. We're we're like the anti stars. We're the ones that always went to the Grammy parties and stood against the wall going, We shouldn't be here. <laughs> um you know, we, we always felt out of place anyway and it, it just became way too much. You know, it, it lives were getting hurt, right. uh relationships were, were getting hurt and it was it was time to to deflate the tires for a while. Of course, now there's uh, still you, uh, Dwayne, Porter, and Dale still uh, still out touring, doing little Texas stuff, right? Oh, yeah. We've been doing it longer like this than we did the first time. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is, let's see, we're about to start our 14th year uh, out on the road again. That's great. And uh, so, d- when you guys came out, you know, again, we were, we were talking about how when the the beginning of the 90s, late 80s, they, it was a lot of almost impersonators of – of you know George Strait and Keith Whitley is pretty much what we had when you guys came on and and um, kind of that um, that young uh, Southern rock rock sounding and and it wasn't I'm sure you guys got some backlash like some of the new artists do now well that ain't country if you were to give some advice to some of these new bands that that ain't country how would you tell them to deal with that. <sighs> I just say do what you do. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of in that vein myself. There's a lot of that bro country stuff that I, I, I honestly I cannot stomach it. I know, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just it's just me. It's my personal taste, right. and if I choose not to listen to it, that's me. Uh, you know, I'd much rather turn on the radio and hear Waylon. Yeah, know, it's that's my preference. You know, when I listen to country music, that's I love the '70s and the '80s country because that's what I grew up with and playing in bars in Texas. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you, you just do what you do. You stick to your guns. You, you know, if that's what makes you comfortable, if that's the music that you that comes out of you, you know, as long as, as somebody's not forcing you to do something that you don't want to do, stick with it. When, have you had any of the newer country artists meet you and go, oh, my God, I love you guys. I grew up a little Texas. Are they, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they got to be excited to meet you, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, it seems that way. Uh, then there's a couple that just look at us and go, you know. <laughs> but I think they tried to do that to Waylon, too, if he, if he said yeah. something to him. Um, you know, um, yeah, everybody that we've met have been really, really cool. You know, especially uh, we did a show with Little Big Town when they first came out. And 
had a great time with him that day. And to this day, every time we see him in an airport, we, you know, sit down and catch up and, mm-hmm. and hang out. And, you know, that's kind of funny, you know, to see the guys that, are, that you're seeing on the, the Grammy Award commercial. Right. <laughs> you know, you can say, those guys are honestly my friends. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty nice. This is uh, Dwayne Propes and from the band Little Texas. They're still out touring. Uh, they're still doing stuff. Little Texas is still strong and proud. Uh, Dwayne, man, we thank you so much for taking time uh, to step back and let us relive the 90s with you. Hey, man, glad to do it. It was a, it was a good time for everybody, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a little too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there, there's some parts in there that are fuzzy for me, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>